to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And we hope that you guys stuffed yourself with all the turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Gobble, It's not where I thought you were were going with it, but that's okay. Oh, really? What did you think I was going to say? Something I don't know. No, just something... (laughs) Just something more generic. I feel like Thanksgiving feels like so far away at this point. Maybe it does. Christmas tomorrow, so. Stop it. <laughs> Don't even say that. I need like some breathers, some breather weeks. Yeah, I do too. I wish we had like three more months of the year. Mm, I'm like fine because I love it when it's after New Year's because it's like cool. Everything's like done for a minute and like I don't have to worry about seeing anybody or doing anything until like March-ish. Ew. I mean, January and February is fine, but I'm just, Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know. I feel like the end of the year is just so fun because everyone, most of everyone is happier, I think. (laughs) But then it's like, man, closer to spring and it's like, it's practically winter, just another second winter. Oh my God. It is. (laughs) um no but how did your uh thanksgiving go thanksgiving went well i had a few of the listeners message me and they were like hope thanksgiving went better than last year because if you don't Uh recall um the whole poop accident with raven yeah i thought i was in the clear of raven poop on thanksgiving you guys i was like you know uh been at joe's parents for a few hours like this is great raven's not pooping no accidents like this is good so all of a sudden like after dinner after dessert okay. just the chill oh, time good. yeah thankfully all i hear is did someone step on poo? And I like immediately had like PTSD and I'm just like, are you serious? So then I'm looking at Raven and she's on her bed and I'm like, okay. So then everyone's looking at their shoes because someone walked in poo and it's all on the carpet. And so Joe's mom is like, did someone really step in poo? Like what the heck? And it was on a rug on top of the carpet. And I immediately looked at Joe and I'm like, can you go clean that up? Because I don't want to attract any attention if it's Raven. Yeah, yeah. So then everyone's like, well, who was it? Like, Beta's here, Raven's there. And there was another little dog. And the owner was like, well, my dog's over here. Like, it was probably your dog. And I'm just like, oh, Lord. (laughs) So they thought that Danny, Joe's brother, Danny his girlfriend brought it in because she had just got there she walked up the stairs and so they were like oh you probably stepped in dog shit outside and she's like Mm -hmm. I don't think I did but it was on her shoes and shit Uh. and there was like a little turd that on top of the stairs that she stepped on (laughs) and it like traveled through the house and I'm just like I don't know if it was (sighs) Raven but it probably was because she got excited when everyone's coming over but I just I stayed quiet, Michelle. I was just on my phone. Oh. I was like, I'm just going to act like it probably was a Raven shit, but it could have been. Yeah. But I was oh, just like, this is God. embarrassing. <laughs> oh, every Thanksgiving. Every Thanksgiving, yeah. Uh, so Joe's the- dad ended up like taking the rug somewhere and cleaning it or something. And Patty's mm-hmm. like, where's the rug at? And I'm just like, can we move on? We're talking about the turd on the yeah. stairs, please. Oh, God. Yeah. And then also, um, so when we first got there, 
his par Joe's parents had like um, a paper trash bag in the kitchen and it had all of the bones and bad stuff. And so I told Joe I and it was packed full. And I said, Joe, can you take this out? Cause I just don't want Raven to get in it. I don't want mm. their dog Beta to get into it because I'm not rushing a dog to emergency vet clinic today. So he goes, Oh sure. I'll put it outside. And I watch him. He just puts it on the deck. And I said, Joe, no, can you just please take it out to the trash can? Because when the dogs go out back, they're going to get into it and no one's going to see them eating these bones. They're going to choke. Yeah. He's like, no, it'll be fine. Girl. So what happens like an hour later, their dog Beta is on the back porch. And I'm like, where's Beta at? Because I knew it was time for him to come in. And I look out the back door and Beta is literally eating all of these turkey bones so yeah. I yelled at Joe I said Joe I told you to take out the trash because now he's eating the bones they're like yeah. go get him Sam so I'm chasing the damn dog down the stairs around the yard trying to not have him run too fast where he trips and chokes on these bones and I it was just a mess and I'm like Joe like I don't my anxiety is a superpower okay yeah I don't worry for no reason all right yeah and he was like, you're right. I should have taken it out. And I'm just like, when are you going to realize I I can predict the yeah. future? I feel like he like gets turned on by I told you so's or something based he on must. the amount of times that he just <laughs> lets things slide. And it's always a, an I told you so moment. It's like, do you like this? Do you enjoy I, this punishment? I don't. It's not a turn on for me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> he likes it. He's like, I'm, like I'm being bro, bad. It's turkey bones. Like. Who doesn't like a turkey bone if you're a dog? Come on. <laughs> Jesus anyways. Christ. So it was a good eventful Thanksgiving, I guess. Mm-hmm. How was yours? I don't know. I feel like there's always dog drama. There's uh, always dog shenanigans. Always, yeah, there's always something. Um, mine was good. We had uh, Jake's parents and my dad and his girlfriend up. And then Jake's brother and his girlfriend came over later for dessert. Um everything pretty much went off without a hitch except uh -oh. so every single time that we go normally we have thanksgiving at his parents house and it's us his brother his mother's sisters and then her aunt usually and so there's a lot of different people taking home leftovers from thanksgiving mm -hmm. and every single year i think like oh, we should have brought tubbers with us because what ends up happening is everybody just gets Ziploc bags of things to take home. So it's like, you'll have a Ziploc bag of gravy and like mashed potatoes mm -hmm. and things that I just don't think should be in a Ziploc bag. Like they sure. should be in a container. Um, so in preparation for that, <laughs> I bought like, um, a, like four like lasagna tins mm -hmm. for like food to go. We oh, got yeah. like some Tupperwares to go. We had a bunch of like those quart containers that we used to get like um, ramen soups in. So like they're big. And I was like, we have a bunch of containers to go. We have foil, we have plastic. We literally ran out of Ziploc bags just the day before. And when every, and it's only like three different couples packing up shit. And even um, Jake's parents brought a lot of stuff. So they already had their own containers that it's like, oh, just fill up your own containers and bring it back. And I swear to God, his mom was just like, where are the Ziploc bags? And I was like, what do you need Ziploc bags for? We got all these other containers for you to take home. Yeah. And literally, she just kept asking over and over. To the And at first, it was very <laughs> serious. But 
toward the end, I was just like, we don't have any and we have all of these things. Uh-huh. The fact that you put gravy in Ziploc bags is insane to me. All right. Uh-huh. I just got to say it. Yeah. That's so funny that you say that because when we were over, we were packing up all the food at the parents' house. Yeah. Um, so everyone always takes Patty's Tupperware dishes because she like mm-hmm. always cooks for everyone. And so last Christmas, I got her like a really nice set of glass tubware because she only just yeah. had like the plastic ones. And I was packing up the food and I'm like, where are the fucking containers? Joe's dad's like, they're in this drawer. And literally there was probably about 20 little tiny ass contain like plastic containers. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so you want me to put corn in 10 of these? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And so then Patty's like, use Ziploc bags for some of the stuff. And some of the stuff was what good. I didn't do it for yeah. like gravy or anything like that. Uh-huh. But like the turkey, I was like, okay, this is actually kind of nice. I like this. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, Patty, where is that Tupperware set that I gave you? And then it was like in the drawer underneath that they didn't tell me about and they must have forgot okay. about it. So it literally still had like the saran wrap on these dishes and she was like, where'd you get that from? I'm like, Patty, this is the set I got you last Christmas. And she's like, oh my God, I forgot. And she was just like, use the Ziploc bag and then you can just toss it. You don't have to wash a dish. And I'm just like, the Ziploc bag. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I was toward the end when they were like packing up desserts. I was like, that's fine for cookies, brownies. The amount of times we had gravy and mashed potatoes and like sweet you know, like butternut squash just uh-huh. in a Ziploc. I was like, no, I don't, I don't like, I don't agree with that. That is so funny. Well, at least they didn't pack all of the food up and then just put that in your fridge. So then you don't have to look at it, you know? It was good. And we had containers for everything. And I think it was still a good system. Yes, yeah, sure. If they, there needs to be Ziplocs, I'll have them for next year. But I was just like, uh, the idea that that's everybody's first go-to for packing up food. I was just like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't agree to that. That was the other thing with the lasagna tins. Then they were like, well, where's the, do they have toppers? I was like, no, just take foil and crimp it around the edges like you would with a tin. And for some reason, I think everybody was just too hot, but they were making the foil pieces too small. So they weren't like catching and stuff. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is that? Ha-? And then they were like, but if we just had Ziploc bags, I'm like, I'm going to scream if somebody says the word Ziploc bags one more time. Oh my gosh. Next time, no one gets high until the food is packed. Until it's all packed. Or that's when not the, high happen. Has, the high has worn <laughs> off, perhaps. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> did you do any shopping for Black Friday? No, I did not. Me neither. I never do. Um mm-hmm. Just because it's like, I just spent a bunch of money on Thanksgiving. Like, give me a fucking second. (laughs) I need a second. Instead of going shopping, we went to our friends Jason and Ashley's house. And they were like, hey, you guys want to come over and watch? They were like, do you want to come watch the soccer game? So we ended up going. And then we stayed the night. We went to a Mexican restaurant to grab a few drinks, which was really nice. Because I don't know, there's something about like going to the bar the day before Thanksgiving and the day after, or just like around the holidays. I don't know. It's like, gives you that feeling of where everyone knows your name, even though they don't, but (laughs) it's fine. So we went to go have a few drinks. We go back to the house and like Jason and Joe, they're like, they've been drinking. 
So yeah. Ashley was like, let's take shots. And I'm like, okay, because she's not really a big drinker. So usually uh -huh. I'll stay back if she stays back. But she was like, let's have some shots. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, if Ashley's going to get down, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I just have to say, like, I just, I really never want to drink again. I know I say oh. that so many times. Like, I felt so disgusting and just, I felt like awful the next morning. Like my hangover was really bad. We were doing the game of where you get to choose like a music video on YouTube. And so we were all taking turns. And I have to say, I started the night headbanging to Michael Jackson and I ended up the night crying to the Chris Brown wedding song that everyone fucking did. Yeah. Because they were like, have you seen that wedding song like from The Office? And someone played The Office where Jim and Pam get married. So I yeah. start bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, that is really <laughs> sweet. Like I was bawling, Michelle. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah, they go, yeah, this is based off of like that person's wedding. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, they copied off of the person because I always thought they, the office started it and then a random oh, no. couple did, yeah. which I didn't know that. So then we watched the actual wedding and I was mm -hmm. crying at that. And I'm like, this yeah. is so beautiful. And then they're like, are you really crying? Like my face was wet with tears. I'm like, it's time for me to take my ass to bed. Yeah. No, that game doesn't work because the drunker you get, the more sentimental you get. And then you start putting on like, you know, real throwbacks that uh -huh. meant something at a time. And then you start thinking about it. It's like, you just need a playlist going. And if yeah. something comes up, it comes up. But I mean, yeah. I didn't pick any of the ones that made me cry. Other people did, but I know yeah. what you mean because if Joe and I do that, he'll play like some dark emo shit. And I'm like, you need to go to therapy. Like who hurt you? <laughs> so I don't do it yeah. with him anymore. Cause I'm like, can we like keep it? Can we Light. keep it upbeat please? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Oi. Oi. So yeah. So that was fun though. So did you stay the night there and then you woke up there like super yeah. hungover? Yeah. yeah. I think that's worse than when you're in your own home. I mean, it usually is, but like, Joe and I love sleeping at their house because it really yeah. does feel like it's our home. Like it's oh, just good. so cozy and we like feel safe and comfortable there. Like we just go in their kitchen, we just eat food and we don't even yeah. ask them. Like they don't care, but <laughs> <laughs> it really is like we just live yeah. there. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. And oh, like shit. I felt so crappy. So I had to let Raven out early in the morning and like my head was just banging with every step I took. And in the past, I've been paranoid about how they leave the door unlocked. And I didn't even care. I was like, I don't care if anyone kills me. Like, put me out of my misery. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, I got wine drunk Thanksgiving night. Jake's parents ended up like leaving around eight. And then his brother ended up leaving after that. But they came late. So they were drinking with us a little bit and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. But I didn't feel bad the next day at all, but I blacked out toward the end of the night when it was just like me and Jake and my dad and his girlfriend. And we woke up the next morning at like 8, 8.30 and I felt fine. And they were like, we are so surprised that you're up right now. It's like, really? And then they were like, yeah, you started talking in circles by the end of the night. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. And my dad's like, it's fine. It's fine. You've been working so hard and you got that all Aww. together. I kept, I kept telling them, just let her, let her let loose. And I was just Aww, like, dad. dad, you're an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is where she gets it from. Yeah. Jake's like, just, oh, it's all making sense now. Yeah. <laughs> My dad just always like, she's working really hard. Just let her have a night. I'm like, oh yeah, well. <laughs> but it was fine. But I guess I just started talking in circles about Portugal. And he was Aww. just like, oh my God, you wouldn't stop talking about Gimme Danes. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I don't yeah. care. I didn't go Black Friday shopping, but I've been working on my mm. office, as you guys know. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had to yell at a woman at Home Depot. You yelled okay. at somebody? I didn't yell at her, but I like okay. was snippy. And then I kind of felt guilty. So I was walking into Home Depot and I was directly behind someone like there wasn't really a gap between us it like not a gap that you could walk through and so I'm going the direction like on the right side with the flow of traffic and this older woman she had a cart she's on the opposite side they even had an aisle divider of a bunch of stuff so you can't be getting too crazy with your cart zigzagging Uh everywhere So this woman, I can start to see her thinking she's going to be able to cut in front of me to turn. And I'm like, hello, I'm walking here. So I abruptly just keep going and she kind of has to stop with turning her cart and she like starts talking shit. And so I'm like, should I say anything? But I was like, I'm so anxious and tense of having to come. I was going back to Home Depot like seven times. So I was done. So I said, should I say anything? And I was like, I'm going to say something. So I said, I looked and I said, ma'am, I'm the one that's walking. You're trying to turn into oncoming traffic. Is that how you drive? And she was like, I was upset because I'm like, don't act like I'm the bitch here. God. And so I even was using my arms and I'm like, I'm with the oncoming traffic. You're the one turning into us. And I said, there was no room for you to turn into, ma'am. And she's just like looking shocked. Cause she didn't think I was going to say anything. And yeah. I'm just like, no, it's not right, ma'am. Good for you. Good but then, you. <laughs> but then I was hiding in the store. Cause I was like, <laughs> I do not want to run into her. Cause what if she's here with five of her grown ass <laughs> adult children and they all come and jump me. So I was like, just hiding like in the back of the store. And I was like, okay, I think she's probably gone. Yeah. Cause she, I think she went to like the help desk or whatever. Yeah. But I was, and then oh I started feeling guilty. I'm like, I didn't mean no. to say that. I guess I just, I shouldn't have said anything, maybe. No. You're but I'm like, well, maybe completely... she, next time she tries to cut someone off, maybe she'll think of mm-hmm. this experience. Yeah. No, they try to get away with everybody. How old was she? I mean, she was old. Yeah. No, I'm not being ageist or anything. Like, no. I would never imagine if I'm like 69, 70, I would never mm-hmm. act like an asshole. I would, it's like common sense. I don't understand. No, this happens all the time at my local stop and shop because the self checkout is like four self checkouts and everybody lines up in that aisle, but they leave like the big aisle open so people can with their carts go back and forth and yeah. everybody knows it's like something that started during COVID mm-hmm. and we just kept it going, but everybody lines up in the aisle with the books, you know, and they like wait for their turn and old people like to act like they don't see that long line and get right in front of it and like line up the like right next to the cash registers and then just grab the first one that opens. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm ever toward the front of the line, I go, excuse me, there's a line back here. And sometimes they just try to ignore you. They do. I'm just like, this is insanity. If you shop here regularly, you know what the you system is. It's, it's been two years. Mm-hmm. Now that oh, you say crazy. Th- yeah. Now that you say that, 
this happened. Okay, so I actually had three Home Depot little things. <laughs> so the one before the cart lady, I was in the self-checkout and there's only yeah. the one spot that you line up to go mm-hmm. to the self-checkout. It's not each self-checkout register has its own separate line. No, like, that's exactly. ridiculous. And so I'm waiting in line and this older woman, she cut me and went and I said, ma'am, there's a line. And she just ignored me. And I said, yep. okay, keep ignoring me. Cause I know you hear me. And then the, the most recent time that I had to go back to home Depot, I was at the self checkout line again. And uh-huh. I'm like looking some of the lanes, they're closed, even though they look open. So people behind you get upset. Cause they're like, hello, register right there. Yeah. You have to be like, yeah, yeah. it's closed. I already walked over there. I'm not walking over there again to lose my spot. And yeah. so the person finished up at the register. I was about to go. And this woman thought she could go. And I'm like, ma'am, what are you doing? Like, it's, I'm the one next in line. Yeah. I don't under. And so I was just like, man, the women here are ruthless. Yeah. They really oh are. God. I'm literally laughing because we sound like, 60 year old women that are just complaining about our experiences. <laughs> well, I thought it was fitting because it's like customers <sighs> shopping Black Friday. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. No, I, I get so annoyed. And especially I hate it when I'm too far back in line and the person toward the front doesn't want to say anything. It's like, call that person out. Tell uh-huh. them there's a line. There's 20 of us here that are all waiting patiently. Exactly. And it's like, I would never even think to cut a person if they're not paying attention. I'm the one who is always like, sir, they can take you over there. Like I'll wait until the person's like, I can help you. I can help you. I can. And so I'll be like, oh, they're open. I would never be like, you snooze, you lose. Yeah. That is annoying. I don't like that. I'm glad you said something. I mean, I'm glad I said something, but at the time I was like hiding. I was like, yeah. sure, I need to go look at lamps and lighting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the mouse traps, sir? <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> you know, there's new things coming out on TV and we love telling you guys what we've been watching. So I don't know if you guys have recently seen that Peacock is doing, they did a special with Casey Anthony. Uh, it's a three-part series. And I, as, you know, I really, I was like, I'm not going to watch it because I can't believe that they gave this woman a platform. I was curious, just like the next, next person. So I'm like, well, what, was there anything I missed? Like, I just want to see what this is about. Yeah. So I watched the first episode and I immediately just started rolling my eyes. But what happens is she decides not to film in her house because she lives with a roommate and she says she takes her roommate's privacy serious. She didn't want anyone to know where she lived, obviously, but I'm yeah. like, how would they know? But whatever. Um, so she ends up moving into a rental house with the whole production crew. Okay. And she literally, it starts off where she's unpacking in the room she literally unpacks all of these pictures of Kaylee uh-huh. and she's like, I want these, I want these pictures around me. Like she starts hanging them on the wall at a rental house. She starts yeah. putting them on the bedside table. And I'm just mm-hmm. like me and Joe just immediate look at each other and we're like, what? It's like, it's already starting. Yeah. So, Heavy handed much. Yeah. So then the second episode comes on and that's when they really get into what she's trying to say, like what happened and why, like how mm-hmm. she grew up, how she was treated by her dad and her mom. 
And I, I started getting on my phone just because I was a little annoyed. And so I need to rewatch it again. But I was just curious, like, do you think you'll give this a watch, Michelle? What do I you think, think about I, it? I don't know. I think I might just like read like a review or a recap on a it. Recap. I don't know if I actually want to watch all three episodes of that. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to know like what her claim is now. Mm-hmm. that she didn't give at the trial it's like you got away you were found not guilty so why do you have to do this from what I've seen so far she talks about that she was sleeping on her bed and Kaylee mm-hmm. was there but then before she knew it like after a few hours had passed she gets woken up by her dad abruptly and he's like where's Kaylee where's Kaylee and she's waking up and she's like I don't know like she should be right here So then they're looking everywhere in the house for her. They look in the yard around her playground set, and then they look in the pool. Um, It sounds like that Casey was still like far away from the pool, but her dad was like, where is she? And then they find her in the pool. The dad picks her out of the pool and he tells Casey like, she'll be okay. Kaylee will be okay. And 31 days goes by and she says, you know, I didn't question. I didn't like the reason I didn't call the police in that time window was because my dad told me she was going to be okay. It's so bizarre to me. I I guess I'm just having a hard time wrapping my brain around it because she starts the show with having these pictures around and it's like, you're going through the trouble of printing out these photos, packing Mm -hmm. up these frames, but you didn't go through the trouble of calling 911 when you first yeah. saw her telling your mom telling any kind of friend yeah um so eventually it goes into that she was um molested by her dad and she also talked about why she lied about a lot of things and she said her dad lied about a lot of things so then it kind of was like uh how how she would um handle situations I guess but I don't know so it's very interesting to watch like obviously Uh if I mean you do want to believe a person if they're like I've been molested like obviously yeah yes and that could be true too but that could be true of course but I'm just like um if your dad has been doing this to you and if he found Kaylee Mm -hmm. why would you go through, why would you risk your life of going into jail, going to trial, all of this mm-hmm. stuff to someone who hurt you? You know, I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of comments on social media and there are a lot of people that now believe her and think that yeah. her dad was the one that maybe was supposed to watch her or mm-hmm. did kill Kaylee. I yeah. just, I don't know why he would have killed her. I just, just the 31 days and like, why even yeah. lie about every single thing she lied about? I don't understand. Well, that doesn't make sense. And then in this documentary, is she saying that it was still an accident or is she claiming that her father had something to do with Kaylee's death or she well, doesn't know? So what, what I've watched up to the last thing was that she just said she was napping. Kaylee was right there. She said Kaylee had never gone she would she wouldn't even leave the room like Kaylee knew not to go anywhere in the house without her mom 
Um, mm-hmm. So they fell asleep together, but the, the dad woke her up and was like, where's Kaylee? Where's Kaylee? And she's like, I don't know. Like she was just sleeping here. So then she said, why would Kaylee out of all the days, why would she go outside that day? Like what happened that day? And she says that. So I'm like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Um, I haven't finished it yet. So I can't really be too clear on that of what she's exactly saying, mm-hmm. but I, I just still think it's like if your dad, you still saw that a traumatic event happened mm-hmm. and your dad took her away. So why aren't you pestering him multiple times a day being like, let me see her. Like, where is she? Like, is she okay? Let me talk to her. Like, I want to give her a hug, whatever. Like mm-hmm. to just be like, no, my dad had it taken care of. So it was fine. Like I could go out and party and stuff. Like I didn't have to worry about it. It's not like your dad woke you up and said, Hey, we're going to go to Disney. Like we'll be back in a month. And you thought, okay, it's great. It's like you saw her pretty much lifeless body be taken away and you decided he's got it. Yeah. I don't need to follow up on this. That's what she says is uh, they ask her when she sees Kaylee, what does she look like? What does she feel like? And she was like, she felt really heavy. Her body was wet. Like she felt cold. And I'm just like, yeah, it just, that it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it's like even if he did have something to do with it or it was an accident you were still super neglectful for 31 days and then wasn't it her mother that called the cops was she just not aware of anything that was happening was her mom not aware or yeah Casey not aware um Casey's mother so she kept asking like throughout the month where is Kaylee why haven't we seen her and then uh, Casey would just use the excuse of like, oh, we're staying at so-and-so's house right now. Or, oh, I'm taking Kaylee to a different like city or we're going to Disney. Mm-hmm. Like she would just keep saying that. That also doesn't make sense. Cause if your dad took her and you felt like super comfortable that he got, has it taken care of, why wouldn't you just be like, oh, dad has her. Yeah. That's fine. Dad has her. Like, why would you be making up stories and lies when you uh, that it's like still not adding up but also here's the thing of where I was like what if maybe not what if she's telling the truth but how could this be so her defense team girl she literally works for the attorney now like she does the research for him they all gave her money to help her get back on her feet that is like her family now yeah Like she sees them multiple times throughout the week. She's very, very close to them. And I'm just like, obviously like it's their job. And that's the thing is I'm like, man, how does a defense lawyer do it when they have to defend like the person who they know, like you murdered so-and-so. But I'm just like, if they thought she did it, like, would they give her money? Would they support her? Like, how do you have this girl working for you? to handle Mm -hmm. other people's cases. I don't know. It's very, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um, But they do have like people from both sides that they're interviewing. So it's not just all of her side, although she does talk a lot of it, but you know, I don't know. Do they get into the original trial a little bit? Where I stopped at, they started like introducing who her team was. So I think they were like going to get into it. Because, I mean, she did get found not guilty, and I'm not super clear on, like, how the trial went or something, but obviously things were presented 
that made a whole jury think she wasn't guilty. Um, mm. I just think obviously what I remember is like the media circus around it and how yeah. like, you know, and in my head, I see just Nancy Grace being like, she killed her daughter. So that's like kind of what I know. Um, but there had to be something if she got right. It, I think what it was mostly and sorry if I'm wrong, people, it's been a little bit since I've read up on this trial, but I think it was that they were just like, um, there was no like actual evidence, like her fingerprints weren't on Kaylee's body or anything like that. But I'm just like the computer search of the chloroform and all of that. Like I just, that I don't understand. Um, and they played some of the clips of when they would do the phone calls with her parents, like the video clips and Mm -hmm. her mom's like where's Kaylee and she's like I don't know mom you tell me where she's at and then you're kind of like is she like secretly talking to her dad like yeah and they show a clip of when she's like um in jail like in the community room or whatever and they announce that they found what it looks like to be remains of Kaylee they it's kind of hard to see but you see her like looking up at the tv and then she just like completely bends over and she's crying and stuff and she said that's when she realized like oh something did happen like my dad she's not okay like my dad has been telling me yeah I just I it just seems bizarre that if she truly thought her dad was taking care of it there wasn't really an issue happening that when the police came around she would be like well, you know, I know I've been telling my mom this, but it's my dad actually has her. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And said, I remember specifically, I think when you were rewatching like YouTube videos about it, like the whole like I work at Disney thing happening where she like goes there and tries to act like she works there. Mm-hmm. The, the nanny thing. It's like, I feel like you can't spin this in a way where you didn't have a super heavy hand in it because you were the one that was making up all these lies. Yeah. That's what I don't, that's where I'm like, what? But yeah, they even talked about how she like lied saying she worked at Universal and she was like, well, I did, but it had been a few years. So she was like, there was a truth to every lie. But then she also said, no one asked me why. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? And also I understand that how the media was with her like showing all those pictures of her out at the bars and stuff like that um you know I mean obviously that they used old photos I don't I'm sure some of them were new I don't know but not all of them were when the media said that they were yeah it just made the story more yeah interesting I guess yeah but they also interview her former best friend and her best friend's like she loved that little girl. Like she wouldn't have killed her. They interview her boyfriend at the time, one of his roommates. And mm-hmm. like, she had gone over to their house when Kaylee was missing and she acted like nothing was going on. And even when she got yeah. that tattoo, she was like, no, this tattoo was a fuck you to my dad. What'd she get a tattoo of? I can't remember. It was like the, okay. the talking about like being free or living something remember and they were like oh she just got this tattoo and now like she wants to not have a kid and she wants to go out and party and all that stuff and the friend even said that a lot of those pictures she was there at a bar like to help promote her 
she was there with her boyfriend because he was like a DJ or something. And she was mm-hmm. there to help promote the event to help him or something like that. Yeah. And they they were like, she doesn't even really drink or anything like that. or I don't know. It's just. Well, I do agree that like when things like this happen and like the media gets like in this fever of mm-hmm. shit and they just like speculate wildly and put it all out there, even though it does like so much more damage than it helps. It's not good. But also I feel like she's had however like 10 years to think of every lie she said and spin it in a way that makes her look better you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. oh well I said that if you listen to that clip and I say well where do you think she is that was because I was talking to my dad but it's like I mean that's just because you've heard it now and you could think of a story to rationalize it or whatever Mm -hmm. to kind of tie everything to yeah suit your side yeah. you know I, th- I think I'm gonna finish I feel like I need to finish it since <laughs> I already started it but yeah I yeah. was shocked I was just when I saw that commercial on Peacock I was like what mm-hmm. in the world and I even looked on their social medias and everyone's like I'm dropping Peacock like how dare you yeah I was just surprised because I have seen a few people be like I kind of believe her now so I mean at the end of the day even if she gets 25% of the people that thought she was automatically guilty or that don't truly know the story to think like, oh no, she was actually done wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a better situation for her, I guess. Yeah. And they also showed some clips of her parents being interviewed because it was a thing of where they started arguing on camera during these interviews and mm-hmm. they just kind of like went at each other's throat. And they even showed a clip of where her mom was like, going after the dad and she was like you lied a lot and you tried to like put up a front and just Mm -hmm. because she also says like my family wanted to be perfect my mom was very strict like she treated me like a little girl even though I was an adult I don't want to say I don't believe her about the molestation yeah no 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 um but I'm just like if I ever left my kid with that person Mm -hmm. that did something to me no way no way and not even if I'm traumatized would I ever trust that person with my yeah. child so if, no. if that was the case why it just it it doesn't add up in that sense because you said that which I think this is a weird statement that she said like Kaylee knew not to go around the house without her which is a very odd thing like that she couldn't roam freely which makes me think like yes like Casey didn't ever want her out of her sight or she didn't want her to have opportunities mm-hmm. where her and her Kaylee and her dad were alone so that checks I think but then Mm -hmm. in the same breath it's like oh but I let her be alone with him for 31 days and he said she was okay so I thought that's fine like I can go do whatever I want like those are two very conflicting situations Mm -hmm. and then also she talked about how she told her mom that her dad was doing stuff to her and supposedly her mom said oh, that's why you're a slut. So she was like, <gasps> I try, I tried oh, yeah. to say something, but no one believed yeah. me. So why would anyone have believed me, especially with this going on thinking I killed my daughter? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a very, very bad environment all around because mm-hmm. I do also think that Casey, probably because of her childhood, she did become like a pathological liar and definitely was you know, kind of a troublemaker, but also when you're fighting against that parentage, it's like, well, 
whatever fuck you i don't know mm-hmm. it's tough i'm sh- and i i remember her mom being like a hard ass too so that's just never gonna that's like oil and water you know yeah i don't know if you are familiar with this but she would i think it was myspace but she would just make or maybe mm. tumblr or something i can't remember what platform but she would always do like the diary entries of like starting oh. off fresh like this is my chance to have a new life like yeah they, ha- they haven't talked about those and I don't know if they will but I'm just like well, what was all that about but you would think on the same end it's like eventually if she did have something to do and she knew her daughter was dead mm-hmm. you have to assume eventually they're gonna come looking for her or they're gonna find her why would I make these incriminating diary entries that look so bad mm-hmm. you know it kind of almost like makes me think that she's more innocent but maybe she's super smart and she was like well why would I make those entries if I you know like you can just play it every single fucking yeah, way yep it's a tough I still don't know I don't know because I also remember when they did the Amanda Knox one mm-hmm. that one also was just like I knew a lot of the story through like the media frenzy of it but not the actual story and then when I saw that documentary I was like oh wow this is just like an incompetent police department that was like Let's just say it was her, you know? Is she, I feel like I get that one mixed up with another one. Is she the one that had the pictures on the camera of her partner in the shower after she killed him? No, that was Jodi Arias. Okay. Jodi Arias. Um, she was the one that murdered her like Mormon boyfriend. Amanda Knox was the, she was American, but she was going to school or abroad in Italy mm-hmm. and her roommate ended up murdered. And they, the Italian police was just like, it was you and your boyfriend and this weird sex triangle that murdered her because um, it was like a really weird situation where she had come home like in the morning to change and stuff and her roommate was already murdered and, but she just didn't see it and like left and then came back later. And they were like, how would you not see it? There was blood here and blood here. Like, and she's like, I just literally didn't see it um and so and it was the italian police that didn't really do anything with murders before and so they just went down that path and then after and she ended up going to prison in italy for a long time and then i think america stepped in and they did like an extradition kind of a thing or they Mm -hmm. retried it um and it's like no it could have been several people because also i'm pretty sure this was the story they found like a poop in the bathroom that was like an unidentified man it wasn't her boyfriend it wasn't anybody that they knew so it's like okay whose poop is that (laughs) um so it was it was just like one of those things where they just like botched it from the get-go yeah but because the media was just like murderous american sex addict kills her roommate and like a love triangle or something and that's just the story that was that everybody knew so I thought maybe this documentary would be like that, where it's like, oh shit, like Mm -hmm. I really didn't actually know what the story was, but it seems like it still is the same as what I remember. That's why I kind of watched it because I just wanted to see, like, also, I started, um, I've mentioned this before, but there's a podcast that I'm obsessed with. It's called Crime Weekly and it's through YouTube. But Mm. right now they're covering the, Agnon story oh yeah and they've already done like um yeah what serial did they already Mm -hmm. are doing like 
six parts of it. And I knew a little bit from watching one of the documentaries, like either on the HBO or Netflix. I can't remember which one. Um, but I'm just like, there's so much. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, like, did he do it? Yeah. Was it his friend Jay? Like what in the world happened? Cause they're just really diving down all the roads. So I was like, maybe there's something that is now finally coming out to be like, I thought it was just going to be one of those things where like media did this, everyone didn't know what was going on. And you just immediately like go after uh, Casey, but it's not what it is, not what you think. But so far it seems like uh, it's what we thought. It's what we knew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of um, crime documentaries, they just put a new one on HBO about the Murdoch case. Oh, really? That was quick, I feel like. That's what Jake said. He's like, that's too soon. Like, I feel like they don't even know all the story yet. But I mean, there's so much background to it that I'm sure they could do a part two next year if like more shit comes out. Um, Are you going to give it a watch? I think I am because I did so much research on it. But like articles just hit differently than like actually like seeing the town and like placing it visually. Mm -hmm. So as much as I feel like I know everything they're going to tell me about it actually like seeing the players and like seeing the town and this like um where the the wife and the son were killed like they just kept talking about how it's like their hunting lodge so it's like what is what even is that like what does that look like I don't know what that looks like yeah so maybe it's just like a cabin where they would just yeah but they would always be like Oh, it's like 65 acres. I'm like, I can't even visualize what like 65 acres. Like, I just want to visually place things, you know? And like, you know, it was on the side of the road. Like, I want to see what that road looks like. Are Is there a convenience store across the street or is it in the middle of nowhere? Like, yeah, these are like like, things that I want to see the evidence and I want to see what I can figure out here. (laughs) Yeah. Let me do the work. (laughs) I'll do the work. Detective Michelle. Here we go. It's finally happening. Uh, yeah. Then also apparently Wednesday is a big hit for Netflix. Have you started watching that? I have. I have. What do you, I haven't started it yet. Um, it's decent. It's definitely like, um, geared toward teens, but Mm -hmm. it, it has that Tim Burton vibe, a little bit skewed younger than his normal stuff. Okay. Um, but I think it's decent. I like the aesthetics of it. Um, I go back and forth with the Wednesday character because it's like, is she actually playing it right or is she just trying to be Wednesday? Mm. You know? Have you watched all of the episodes? No, we're like halfway through it. Oh, and you're still going back and forth? Okay. Yeah, not back and Like, I'll definitely finish it and I don't think it's like bad at all. I think it's pretty decently done. Um, But it's like a little, you know, CW cheesy for my liking. But it's also supposed to be for teens. So, like, I get it. Hmm. So that's it. But I love, like, um, I always loved the Adams family growing up regardless. So I love Tish and Gomez's relationship. They're not in it a lot, but I love that. And I love the fact that they made Gomez uh, Luis Guzman. Because in the original, like, like, comic, he was, like, an ugly dude. 
And not that Louis Louis Guman's an ugly dude, but like they give him like really bad teeth and stuff like that. And he's supposed to like woo Morticia, who's like the school. It's like Catherine Zeta Jones. She's still stunning. She's so fucking stunning. And I'm just like, they're madly in love. And I just love the fact that he has bad teeth, but she's like in love with him. I don't know. I like that. I'm excited to watch it. I think I'm just, I'm putting, I put it off because I'm like, I hope I do like it. Mm-hmm. uh i i like jenna ortega yeah yeah she's doing like a, a lot great of job. people like it and i guess it, people have watched it more than stranger things which is crazy i know i think it's going to cause like another big revival of like middle school goths i think mm-hmm. hot topic's gonna be a big thing again soon because everyone's that. gonna want to be wednesday again mm-hmm. um so that's interesting no, it's good. And Jenny Ortega's amazing in it. I just, mm-hmm. you know, because Wednesday's supposed to be like so gothicy and like over and too cool for school that I think no matter who was playing her, sometimes it just feels like a character and not like a real thing. All right. But I think it's good. I think it's good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do our let's not. Oof. Let's not cut into people that are walking <laughs> on the right side of the the aisle people it's like you're yeah. literally driving a car it's mm-hmm. like what they taught you in elementary school when you're walking yep in the hall remember that remember when our teachers made us line up and walk on the right side of the hallway it's like that so easy <laughs> so, so easy. easy i don't understand <laughs> um i don't even know let's not ziploc bag oh Let's not talk about the Ziploc bags. <laughs> let's let's not shame other people in their own house. How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that? Let's that's not it. turn down the Tupperware that's been provided uh-huh. by the host for you as yeah. a guest. <laughs> Please. It's going to be it for this week. We missed you on our break, but we all hope you had a great Thanksgiving and happy December. Yeah, if anything super interesting happened at your Thanksgiving dinner, I'd love to hear about it. I would too. If you got a good juicy story, please share it with us. Yeah, Thanksgiving's good for juicy family dynamics. It really is. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.